0: Live from the Pacific Northwest, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. Real, true stories. May the narrative be with you.
1: Uh, I made uh, the age of 19 years old without ever loving another human being. And my family was okay with that because they had never loved anybody either. Uh, There's a... An author that I really enjoy, his name is, uh, is Ivan Doig, and he, uh, he writes about uh, families who live alongside each other rather than with each other. And that's the kind of family I had. That was my family way. And um, it still is. still is my family way. But it's not my way anymore. And on... Um, on a kind of a beautiful day in May, of, uh, on the 14th, in 1972, uh, I learned to love somebody. And that was the day my daughter was born. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I only, had a, I only had 50% or something like that part in that.
0: So.
1: First, the first, well, all of it was good. I, <laughs> back in 1972 there was a, it was a little different there uh back then uh for fathers and I want to uh, uh, demonstrate a little bit if I can the difference uh I got my wife my then wife uh, to the hospital and uh it was a little lo- little you know this little driveway I pulled up into to the hospital and uh I went around <laughs> Got her out of the car, and I didn't hurt her getting her out. <laughs> and uh, there was a nurse waiting there for us with a wheelchair. And what happened was she, the nurse rolled up the wheelchair. She said, get in it, and she got in it. And I turned to shut the door, and I saw them running off the other way. She was pushing her real fast, and you know, all like that. And, uh, I don't know, medical people, they sometimes are in a hurry. <laughs> Tom, you'd know about that, wouldn't you? But they're always in a hurry to do something, and I and I closed the door and I looked, and there were, I saw a little swinging door over there, and so what I did was I, uh, I uh, left my car right there, and I went in, and I opened the door, and went inside, and there was this long corridor, and uh, there was nobody there, nobody there. But back then, dads, uh, you know, dads were not part of the process. Your you know, your part was already over. Anyway, there, there was a long hallway and there were like, a, you know, I don't know, 20 chairs along this wall. And so I walked in, I walked in and there was a sign that said, sit down. <laughs> Over here. And so I did, I sat down like that. And I sat down like that for 12 hours. Yeah. And I wasn't meditating. And, uh, you know, nowadays, I guess they have, the dads are really involved in the process of birth and all that, and, uh, as much as they can be. And, uh, I would, you know, they didn't even have a waiting room. They had just the hallway, and there was nobody else waiting. It was just it was completely dead. And it stayed that way all, uh, we got there about 7, 7.30, there, uh, there about that night, and uh, at 7.30 the next morning, my daughter was born. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know it though, because I was I was in the hallway sitting down like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And when you get up after sitting down for 12 hours, you know you
0: can't.
1: Kind of, even when it, I was 19 years old and I was getting up, kind of. But I, it was uh, getting light outside. It was, well, it was getting quite light outside, and I, cause I could see the sun coming through the doorway. Uh, and uh, I heard a noise in the hallway, and I looked down there, and, and I was, you know, I, I was wanting all of this to be over, probably as much as my wife did. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, and I heard a door open and close, and then I, uh, I looked, and I said, oh, please, and then, there was, arr, 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 and it was like a wheel on a, a gurney arr, arr, coming down the hallway. And I said, oh, good. And, uh, you know, the sign said sit down, so I, <laughs> I just so I sat there. And then she came, the nurse came up with the uh, gurney. And on the gurney was a pink, little pink blanket. And I looked at it, and it looked like the, just a little pink blanket. And I thought... Is, is it just a little pink blanket? <laughs> and then she opened it, and there was this beautiful little girl. Aww. And I looked down, at, down at, her, at her face, and she had these little tiny eyebrows. Just you <laughs> And I looked down at her, and she had little tiny ears. And I didn't say anything to the nurse about it, but she probably would have said, well, you know, uh, infants have tiny things, you know, <laughs> which I, I, but that didn't matter, it didn't matter, you know, because I, and I hadn't never held a baby before, and I wanted to hold her, and uh, the nurse said, you want to hold her, and I said, well, I haven't ever done that before, and she said, well, I'll help you, and, and she gave it to me, the baby, she, Daughter, my, my daughter's name is Cassandra, by the way. Cassandra Louise. And she gave me Cassandra Louise. And I, you know, I had you have to hold a baby, I guess. Well, I know now. I don't have to guess. You have, you have, you have to hold her head up. You have to hold her head. You can't let her head go down. And so I, I did that. And then what I wanted to do was, it felt safer. So I, I mean, she was so light. And it was like a... I thought maybe I would, I would hold her too hard, you know, I would, and I didn't want to do that. So I put her on my lap, and I uh, got big feet. So I put her on my lap like this, and it felt better. And uh, when, I looked, when I looked down at her again, I just couldn't take my eyes away. And it's like, it seemed like the whole world just melted away. And it was just her and I. It was just her and I for for a while there. And uh, I realized that she was the first person that I had ever had any love for. And I felt connected to. And that was so, uh, so wonderful. But the world melted away, and it was her and I, and I wanted to keep that moment make it longer than a moment, like an hour or you know, a day or something. And I held her like that and and I I wanted her to kind of wake up a little bit so I could see what caught her eyes were and I wanted to hear something out of her. <laughs> I later regretted <laughs> But she was actually uh we slept about it after a year or so, we slept, but <laughs> she was laying there and I wanted to just keep that moment with her and then I wanted to hear her voice, I wanted to see her eyes, and so I kissed her forehead and it was like kissing um, just the softest thing you can imagine and it was, her head was warm and she had just a, you know, some fuzzy hair, not too much hair, and, um, and her eye, when, when I kissed her, her eyes fluttered and I could see that her eyes were blue. I thought, oh good, because my eyes are blue, and I wanted her eyes to be blue. And uh, I was hoping she'd make a sound too, but she didn't. she kind of yawned, but no sound, you know, no sound, no sound. And uh, like I, when I yawn, I make a I make a sound. And I wanted, I was hoping she would too, because I wanted, I just wanted her to know that she was okay. Um, yeah. And I sat there with her, and it was over too soon. Uh, the nurse said, uh, uh, Mr. Brown, uh, we need to put the baby uh, back where the babies go. And, and, uh, and I, did, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want the baby, my baby, my, my daughter, to go anywhere. I wanted that moment with her to last. But I, I remember I, I didn't first hear to the nurse what she said because I was so caught up. But in, in, and I said, what? And she said, I need to take the baby back where a babies go. And I said, uh, well, and if I, if I would have been the person then that I am now, I would have said, oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah? Uh, how are uh, you going to make that happen? And, um, you know, they would have been some big people involved and things like
0: that.
1: <laughs> but she said, no, I need to take the baby. And then I, I, you know, I said, okay. And I gave, her, I gave her Cassandra Louise to her. And she put her, in her back on the girdle in the little pink blanket. And she disappeared in the little pink blanket. And then they went, started going on down the hall. And I, you know, I wanted to know what, well, what do I do next? Because, I mean, the least they could do is give you a look, an information packet or something that says you will sit in a chair for 12 hours and, and, and go crazy. And then at the end of 12 hours, then we're not going to tell you anything for another. And she said, your doctor will, uh, will uh, come out eventually and talk with you. That hasn't changed, has it? the way anyway, a doctor did come out eventually and talk to me. And told me that, that she would be in the hospital for a couple of days, and and I could come back and, and see my daughter uh, in the morning, or later that day, and so I go. I went home. Uh, since uh, since uh, my daughter was born, uh, t- you know, some time went on as it does, and things happened. and uh, my daughter. Uh, and I had times when we were not together, sometimes long periods when we weren't together. And eventually the marriage that I had then uh, fell apart as it does. Um, (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) Come here. Uh, But I stayed in contact with my daughter as much as I could I missed a, a couple of important occasions that I wish I hadn't missed. But on the last occasion—no, uh, it wasn't the last. It was the next to the last occasion. She finished high school. Uh, she graduated high school, and I apologized. I I saw her before she graduated, like a day or two before. And she said, you know, "And I missed it." And she, and she said, "Oh, it's okay, Dad. I I just wanted to get together with my friends and get drunk." And I said, uh, you, you didn't want me to, to be along with your friends getting drunk? And she said, no, Dad, I wouldn't want you to be doing that.
0: <laughs>
1: and then uh, she got married. My daughter got married eventually, and I missed that because I was working, could not get away, and uh, there was some, there was some, uh, a few things about that that, that didn't go over too well with me, for me. But I'll tell you what, uh, my daughter and I are getting along really well nowadays. Uh, She gave me this shirt. (laughs) Uh Uh Uh
0: Uh
1: Tom, it's enough out of you now. (laughs) She gave me this shirt in Hawaii. When, I, when uh, my wife Barb and I took my daughter Louise, uh, Cassandra Louise, and our and our granddaughter uh, Mackenzie to the Big Island of Hawaii, and we had just a really fantastic time.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, while we were there, uh, my daughter told me she said, "You know, I'm happier now than I've ever been in my entire life." Yeah. And I said, you know what, so am I.